What's up, everyone? Welcome into episode number 115, where I'll talk about the Detroit Lions schedule being released last night. I'll also talk about the Detroit Tigers being three games out of first place already in the AL Central. And then lastly, I'll talk about Draymond Green and the Golden State Warriors winning game five and the huge impact that Draymond Green makes on that team. So let's get started in the biggest news that took place this past week, especially in the state of Michigan, and that is the Detroit Lions released schedule that came out last night. And this is pretty important because now we know how many games that the Lions will be playing in prime time. And the answer is Five and it all starts with week one Thursday night football being the first game of the NFL season. They are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. I will talk a little bit about that importance after talking about the next schedule. Week two is home against the C- Seattle Seahawks. Week three is against the Atlanta Falcons. Week four is the second primetime game for the Lions against. Green Bay at Green Bay. That will be a Thursday night football. Week 5 is the Carolina Panthers. Week 6 is at Tampa Bay. Week 7 is at Baltimore. Week 8 is the third primetime game. And that is Monday night football against the Las Vegas Raiders. Week 9 is your bye week. Week 10 is the LA Chargers. Week 11 is Chicago Bears. Week 12 is Green Bay. Thanksgiving, of course, so that's the fourth one. Week 13 is the New Orleans Saints. Week 14 is the Chicago Bears again. Week 15 is the Denver Broncos. Week 16 is the Minnesota Vikings. Week 17 is the fifth primetime game. That will be a Saturday night game against the Dallas Cowboys. Week 18 is the Minnesota Vikings again. The cool thing about this is that the Lions could have more primetime games depending on how the season goes. They could go up to seven primetime games because there's some flexible scheduling throughout this season, which would be absolutely huge. But let's talk about the E's primetime games, especially with the Kansas City Chiefs because the Lions are going to be a part of the first game of the NFL season, which is absolutely huge for the franchise. It shows that the NFL believes in the team, that there's a ton of excitement around the Lions, and the Lions are going to have a chance to go up against the defending Super Bowl champions. Now, some people are like, why are we playing the toughest game first? Well, hypothetically, it's supposed to be the toughest. But this is my thing, is going into this game... You have absolutely nothing to lose. Like, if you go into Kansas City and win, people know you're legit. If you go into Kansas City and lose, okay, you lost to the defending Super Bowl champion. Like, Kansas City is going to be one of the best teams again, unless something crazy happens. So this would be and is a huge opportunity for the Lions. There's also a couple of things I also want to talk about this releasing of the schedule because whenever this happens, the team's social media release a video, which I thought the Lions did a fantastic job. I think it's one of the best. Now, personally, probably the LA Chargers one was probably the best one. It was anime, 
The only reason why I bring that up is because for week 10, when they announced that they're doing the Lions, they they had a warning for if you had a gambling problem, which I know some people were upset about that. Other people thought it was pretty funny. I think that just gets the fans and the players, if they paid attention, excited for that game to go up against the LA Chargers. They kind of do that against a lot of the other teams that they play, but yeah, so that was pretty awesome. I think the Lions, like I said, did a really great job with theirs. They had AI talking throughout the whole thing with Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. They also had Amat Ross St. Brown AI as well. I thought it was very well done, very funny, and yeah, that's kind of like the big thing last night that took place just because there's not a ton of else going on with the NFL. Now that the NFL draft is done, just really cool to see that the Lions will be a team that played quite a few primetime games, especially coming off a season where they didn't have really any. They had Thanksgiving, which they always have, but they didn't have anything outside of that until week 18 where they had the opportunity to end the Packers season and that's what they did now they had a chance to go to the playoffs if they probably beat the Carolina Panthers which speaking of which they play again I think that team will be extremely motivated against them this year but yeah this is just showing how excited teams are about the Lions I think the NFL and people around the league hopefully will get to see a new Lions organization that hopefully will be legit. And I think there's a lot of expectations about this team. So, yeah, that's kind of really a lot of what kind of went on with the scheduling being released. The Lions also did announce that they signed quite a few undrafted free agents and three draft picks as well. They signed Hendon Hooker. Um, they signed their offensive guard from, I believe, the fifth round. And then they end up signing the wide receiver out of North Carolina. So they still have quite a few more picks to sign, but good news there for the Lions. Now let's go over to the Detroit Tigers, which are actually playing right now. Matt Boyd just threw the first pitch of the game. They are currently 17 and 19 and they're playing pretty solid baseball right now. Outside of the AL East, which has absolutely dominated them, they've been beating up teams pretty good. And if they keep this up, I'm not saying they're going to win the division because I don't think anyone's even projecting them to get close. But I think you're starting to see fans kind of buy back into the team a little bit. I think there's some excitement. You're seeing some of the younger guys like Torkelson, Riley Green starting to hit a little better. You're seeing a pretty consistent bullpen. So this is actually more than I thought I would talk about the Detroit Tigers, to be completely honest. I was expecting them to be very, very bad this year. And they've not been great, but they haven't been horrible. They've been better than I expected. Now, with that being said, Matthew Boyd just walked a guy in four pitches. But hey, you know what? It's nine innings, so there's a lot of baseball left to go. And I've actually been paying attention to a lot of baseball 
this year. Been watching a lot of Tigers. Been watching a lot of college baseball. Been attending some baseball games as well. So there might be a little bit more baseball coverage this year than it was last year just because we might have better teams to talk about. And I've said this a thousand times in the past, and I'll probably consistently say it. I really need a good Detroit team to talk about. And hopefully it's the Lions. Hopefully the Tigers won't be as bad as they have been in the past. So kind of need some good news coming up. And speaking of good news, hopefully the Pistons get good news next week. I might do an episode before the NBA draft lottery. Probably won't. I'll probably do an episode right after the draft lottery takes place. And that was actually announced earlier today that Ben Wallace will be representing the Detroit Pistons. And then last time he represented them, they got Cade Cunningham. So hopefully Ben Wallace brings us good luck because a Detroit team needs to have good luck in a draft lottery because we have seen and I've talked about Red Wings have never had good luck. The Pistons really have never had good luck until a couple of years ago with Cade. So we really need to win that NBA draft lottery because we need Victor Wembiama and yeah. So we really need good draft lottery. So hopefully we win that. We'll see next Tuesday, I believe, who wins that. So now let's go on to the last part of it. And again, I'm sorry about these shorter episodes. There's just not a whole ton to talk about, especially because football's in the off season. Basketball is not really taking place too much. Just honestly, majority majority about baseball and the playoffs so let's talk about the playoffs especially Draymond Green because going into game five at Golden State the Lakers were up three to one and they were looking down pretty bad but with Draymond Green and Steph Curry leading the way in the game five they end up looking pretty good and this is where I want to make the argument I think the two most important players on that Golden State Warrior team is Steph Curry and Draymond Green. Now, I know Klay Thompson has games where he just absolutely lights out. I know that he has games where he produces extremely well. But I do think their two main guys that have that team get going is Draymond Green and Steph Curry. And there's a few reasons why. Number one, you have Steph Curry, which is the best shooter in the game. Like, when he's hitting the three ball, there's not really much you can do. And that's why Seth is really key to the Golden State Warriors. Now, he's been a lot more of kind of like a true point guard as of late, and he's been very good at that. He's been able to find his teammates, give them good opportunities to score, but he's also scored when he's had to. So, Seth's been kind of more of a true point guard, which is really unusual because he hasn't really had to be that throughout his career, but now he is, and I think it's definitely really paying off for Golden State. But this is where I want to get into the argument that Draymond Green is an extremely important aspect to the Golden State Warriors, and that's because when Draymond Green is playing well, and he's playing aggressive, and he's forcing the other team 
into making mistakes or at least difficult shots, you really see the difference between this Golden State Warriors than the Draymond Green that doesn't play extremely well. And I think part of the reason why Draymond played so well in Game 5 was because Izzo was there. And even after the game, Draymond said that Izzo gave him a little bit of a talk and saying, hey, I, you need to step up. And he absolutely did that. Like, Draymond was extremely aggressive. He was very good on defense. He was very aggressive. He was causing, t- basically, the Lakers very many issues. So, yeah. If he continues to do that, I don't know if the Lakers win this series. Now, they're still up 3-2 and they're at the Lakers tonight in game six. If I'm the Lakers, you need this victory. You cannot allow Golden State to go back home. If you allow Golden State to go back home in a game seven, you're probably not winning that series. Just because it's so difficult to win at Golden State. And if Golden State gets momentum and Draymond Green starts playing more consistent stuff. Curry starts hitting shot. Clay Thompson starts hitting his shots. It's going to be a long, long time for the Lakers. And we'll see if Anthony Davis plays tonight. LeBron will definitely play tonight. So will be an interesting game six tonight. You also have NHL hockey going on as well. The Kraken are down 3-2 right now against the Dallas Stars. You have to give credit to the Seattle Kraken. A lot of people did not expect them to be even in this position. They were playing probably the best team left. You have you do have the Oilers as well with Connor McDavid, but on their side of the brackets, probably the best most consistent team because they took down the Colorado Avalanche, which won the Stanley Cup last year. But yeah, the NHL playoffs have been extremely fun to watch. Hopefully the Red Wings get there eventually. Like I said in the last episode, they now have the ninth overall pick. They also do have the 17th overall pick if the Florida Panthers ends up beating the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, I know one of my listeners really wants Toronto to win because he's a big Toronto fan, but that would also help the Red Wings draft position by one pick. Now, if the Maple Leafs end up winning, they will end up being 18, and the difference between 17 and 18 is probably not that large. So, yeah, that's kind of really a lot of what's going on in the state of Michigan right now. Um, I did see something that Michigan football might be hiring like an executive or someone to kind of take care of NIL. I will definitely be surprised if teams don't start doing that. I think that's a really great move by Michigan. Now, I know Michigan has some major issues with their AD. Definitely understand that, but this seems like a good move for them as of now so until football kind of comes back it's going to be mainly about professional sports teams in the state of Michigan and probably 
baseball. So, yeah, that's kind of really it for episode 115. On Sunday, there will be an interview coming out. So, definitely want to pay attention to that. It's going to be a longer interview. It's a really great interview, though. So, definitely take the time to listen to that but yeah, if you have any questions or if you have anything that you want me to talk about that I haven't really talked about, just let me know. Always looking for ideas, always looking for guests to come on. But if you don't, definitely go follow the Instagram. It's the same page. It's Michigan Sports. And let people know to continue to listen because the more people that listen... The more that the word gets around, the more stuff that I can talk about. And I think we got some really cool interviews coming out that you guys will really enjoy. So thank you for your support. Um, like I said, the interview is coming out on Sunday. And next week we have big news with the NBA draft lottery. We'll see how that goes for the Pistons. So have a great rest of your day. And thank you for tuning in.